Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar in lower tone all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 13th of September. Game week four has just finished. Everything Burnley match is done. And uh, there was only ever really going to be one talking point this week, wasn't there? I am, of course, talking about the the man who has returned to the red side of Manchester. He, had a, he has a point to prove. He wants to silence the naysayers. I am... Of course, talking about Jesse Lingard, he helped United to a a fantastic win against Newcastle this weekend, and uh, you know there's lots to talk about. We got to absolutely dissect this Lingard performance. We might also mention you know a bit of Ronaldo, a bit of Lukaku, maybe some wildcard talk. Here to here to help me make some sense of it all is my podcast partner in crime, Paddy. How are you getting on, my friend? So. Probably just I just lost about twenty listeners there. <laughs> if I didn't, if I didn't have to stay I'm here, I'd have fucking turned off right there. <laughs> I'm getting on the best, man. I could, you know, you know me, always happy. Um, but it's good to be back podding again, and I'm I can't wait to get me uh me thoughts out there with you and the listeners, and uh, try and see what the fuck we're gonna do for game week five all of a sudden, because it's just gone mad, hasn't it? It has, it has. Um, full, uh, you know, full open, open, honest room here. I am currently on wildcard, so it's gone mad. But I feel like I'm able to cope with it a little bit. And you were wildcarding, la- you wildcarded last week, so yeah, I, I don't last week. Yeah, so uh, are you finding the situation? I mean, like to clarify, I suppose you're looking at the likes of the sun injury. Lukaku and Ronaldo absolutely dominating uh, the game week four scores. Uh, DCL being ruled out with a, a, an injury that could see him miss, you know, at least three weeks. So, you know, there's loads of like talking points, and uh, I don't know how are you feeling now post wildcard? Like, yeah, like you said, there's lots of stuff to dissect, and like post wildcard, I'm pretty happy. You know, I I've got a team that I. That I looked at, that I looked at, that I want to have going forward mm-hmm. for the next couple of weeks. You know, you know, as a wild card, what it's for. I know I see people having wild card, you know, wild card. Like look at Per Stag there. I think when he used his wild card, he got twenty eight points. Don't quote me on that, but you know, this week he got maybe sixty four or something. It's not, it's not just one game week you wild card for. So my wild card, I am sixty nine all out on it. Okay. And, you know, that is with an Antonio red card. It is also with a DCL broken toe or whatever the fuck's wrong with him. Um, and, I'm quite, you know, I've got Alien coming off the bench, one pointer, and I've got Williams coming off with two. That's what brought me to 69. I have a green arrow of about 100k. Yeah, there's no complaints. I'm happy with my wild card. And I'm happy moving forward into the next couple of weeks i think i've got a plan in place yeah so what what about you how are you feeling at the moment with how your team went and what are your plans moving forward well i'm firstly i'm i'm very disappointed that you talked about your game week score of 69 and didn't make one sexual innuendo like come on petty fucking hell i can't believe i didn't even that didn't register with me you know do you know why though because 
it isn't fully updated. I'm looking at the um, the app and it's showing me 66 plus 3 and I'm just like, right, okay. So it's not just the whole number just jumping out at me. I'm just like, okay, because I'm looking at my bench points coming in. But, you know, I could make a sexual innuendo if you if you want me to get the, the podcast cancelled. Yeah, well, I think we're well beyond that stage. I mean, if you want, I can cut all this. We'll go back. We'll add it in. Post. <laughs> Post, we'll do some post-production jokes. But, we can definitely do that. Uh, no, I've, uh, I'm inadvertently showing Seamus' team there on the screen, but um, yes, I am. Uh, I'm after a slightly shitty week. Uh, I'm not too dis- uh, disappointed with it. 57 all out, um, but I didn't have Ronaldo, and I didn't have Lukaku, and I captained Salah. So, um, you know, I'm actually not overly upset I've dropped from I think Live K or Live Live FPL had me at uh, from 150k down to 280k so just inside the 300k again it's still so early that overall rank isn't you know that kind of distance isn't making isn't making much uh, you know isn't making me think about it much um, but yeah 57 for those listening um, Alexander Arnold Shaw Sufal and Sanchez were my back four kind of returns uh, Shaw with the assist the rest of the clean sheets and then as I said Salah captain Fernandez, and uh, that was it the rest all blanked my move this week was um, I, I went from Danny Ings to Jimenez I had to after all my Jimenez talk Paddy I had to uh, I had to you know make sure I, I backed it up a little bit this week no, I respect that. I uh, do. And um, you, do you know what you were you were kind of unlucky as a, a Jimenez owner I feel I think that uh, he had opportunities and he looked good. He did, and Wolves got their, their win. You know, the first win that they were mm-hmm. looking for. They got two goals, one albeit an own goal, but uh, they got their first win, and it's kind of... it's Regardless of what Jimenez did this week, I think it's kind of shown that Wolves are still on that same trajectory. You know, that their performances yeah. are looking good now that the fixtures positive. are... Yeah, exactly. It's very positive. So and of, And of course, we got our clean sheets from... From Wolves as well. Some got a little extra, got a little bonus. Um, the Marcel, is it or? Yeah, Marcel owners getting two again, kind of fortunate assists. I think a block shot and uh, an own goal or something like that. But uh, I was just quite happy getting the clean sheet. My Cody four point five, you know. So you know, I was happy with that. And to the Marcel owners, well done. And Jesus, look at us just sitting in here now, looking all fucking hot and bothered as, as usual. It's our very own Henry Caval. Yeah. What Paddy is alluding to is Seamus, who is lurking around in the background somewhere. He's not on camera and he's not on mic right now. But uh, Paddy gets excited every time he comes on screen. So I do, I do. I, I get starstruck. He does. Paddy, uh, Seamus has had to, was supposed to be here from the start, but uh, some baby daddy duties uh, cropped up and he's currently dealing with them. Uh, but he might I'm be. I'm ready now. Oh. I'm ready now. Okay. There he is. The man has spoken. All right. Well, I think uh, if you give me a one-two there, Seamus. A one-two there, Seamus. There we go. He is live. So at least audio listeners are getting a bit of, a bit of the Seamus love. He's back in the room. It might take me a bit of time to fix the cam. So anyone that's on, on watching on YouTube, you know, bear with me. And, uh, you know, if you're waiting there, why not subscribe? Why not get a family member to subscribe? Uh, you know, it does no harm. But uh, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. It's it's inside the T 
10 minute mark and this i think that's kind of the gimmick is to do it inside the top 10 minutes or something like that because you know people might not have turned off yet on unlikely but maybe there's still a few stragglers uh i did do a sue i did do a sue show chima so we probably did lose a few yeah <laughs> i couldn't help myself i'm sorry i'm late guys uh Oh, I think I bit off more than I could chew today. Uh, so apologies, but uh, look, we got here in the end, and uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm open to all the abuse you want to throw at me. That's fine. That's the main thing, Seamus. As if if you couldn't tell, Seamus obviously had a fantastic week, which is why he's gone to extraordinary lengths <laughs> to make this uh, this week's show. Uh, so much so that we are recording very late, just to just to give Seamus the time to to really uh, you know bask in his. He's a great game week four score, and uh, he's also got a bit of news uh, regarding his game week five moves. Seamus, uh, if you have the info up, why don't you tell everyone how your game week four went? Yeah, um, I have to actually just see. I can tell you how I got on. I got 78 points, but I'm just trying to see how tonight's games has affected my game week rank and uh, overall position. So I'm just pulling it up here now mm. on livefpl.net. Fantastic site. Uh, shilling that, even though I don't get paid for it. So 78 points. Which is where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh yeah. <clears throat> so my OR now is a two on two oh one K. Uh which is a huge increase. I had been at four eighty six uh K before this week. So yeah, it was um was a big, big result. Um nine points up hundred K. I'll take that. Uh nice. today's today's rank knocked me down, I think uh, today's game, the everything game knocked me down about thirty K because uh there were the likes of Gray, I suppose, and auto subs. I think a lot of people might have got the likes of um, Livermento and Duffy off the bench. For, yeah, uh, all for those Calvin jammy Lund. bastards. But, well, yeah, well, look, I'm I'm happy. My game week rank was 414k, and you account for hits to 80k. And for the audio listeners, uh, why don't you just uh, just run through your team there? Oh, well, I'll just say where the points came from. There was like things that didn't work out so well, but. Alexander Arnold, Salah, um, Captain Lukaku, who I brought in this week, uh, one of my two free transfers, and uh, yeah, captain's him, twenty six points. So I didn't go with Ronaldo. So when Ronaldo was banging those in, I was like, oh, this isn't exactly ideal. But as long as Lukaku matches, and like he got his second goal, and like was it injury time? So, so like that was just perfect. Um, DCL was the other option I was looking at bringing in, who didn't actually play. So. That was good. Um, like everyone, I had Antonio minus one, which was a kick in the stones. Kept Fernandez, um, eight points, and Shaw. Oh, I also had double Brighton defense. I think that was a, a big boost to my rank because um, I was looking at a dunk. No one has dunk. He got me eight points. Sanchez got six. So yeah, so yeah. far. So, so tell so me, Seamus, what have you planned for game week five? Tell everyone. I plan to rip it all up. Um, yeah, so last week, I think a lot of people wildcarded. Paddy, you wildcarded, right? I think he was spreading some wildcard aerosols inside, yeah, um, uh, inside the studios. Just, yeah. And now we're all testing maybe. positive for fucking I think, well, like, I wasn't against using the wildcard last week. It's just, I could, I was kind of almost paralyzed by indecision. I didn't know what to do. People were kind of coming back from the international break. I didn't know who's going to get rested, who is going to be... We didn't know the story of the Brazilians, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, you know what? I, I can't play this week. I don't feel confident. But one week later, I think I've got enough information now to feel confident in, uh, in pulling the trigger and making the moves I want. And I can discuss that later. But uh, yeah, wildcard is in play. I activated it Saturday night. 
Um, hoping to get some price increases, but I think like so far, Lukaku, who I already had, is the only player that's gone up yet. <laughs> Point one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. we might as well get into it now because uh, <clears throat> we did our, uh, we've done Paddy's review, we've done my little game week four review, and uh, the big new, the, the big fucking selling point, I suppose, is that you and I are are wildcarding this week, and uh, Paddy has just got to sit back and and uh, just, just ride the lightning. That's what you got to do. You got to ride the lightning right now. I hate this though, because I was thinking of wildcarding anyway. I'd pretty much decided to do it. I was kind of, do I really want to? But I was, I decided I was going to do it. Um, and then you know, I was talking to you, and you were like, "Oh, son's injured, and you know you've got uh, Simikas to deal with, and Antonio's been red card." I was like, "Oh no, Jer's yeah. totally going to ruin my card this week too." And I had made this great plan, and you and I, we we're always it happens every season. We always start off. You know, with very very similar teams, we just plan or we like the same type of structure mm. and players. So I'm um, I'm just no, we're gonna have the same player yeah. team. Yeah. yeah, and guys, just just what are you drink? What are you drinking tonight? By the way, I am. I must confess, I've I have started. Yeah, I knew yeah. this is what you're fucking doing. You don't remember yeah, it when it actually course. matters, uh, but now that. Yeah, what are, what are you drinking? I'm drinking some knockoff energy drink because Seamus has kept me up so I late. Good uh, man, good man. Hangover podcast. You won't have a hangover. I won't lie. Either. I think maybe the live stream no. and uh, huh? and the surgery pod. Uh, look at this fucking Jake here now, with his fucking water. Yeah. Yeah. Two boys not drinking. Two boys on the wild card. I think. I think. Bang bros. <laughs> I think, uh, I think... <laughs> here we go. The bang bros. Thank God I'm here, keeping the hangover yeah. podcast alive. Not on a wild card and having a fucking pint with everyone. That's go. what we needed, Petty. We needed. We knew your your uh, functioning, your functional, alcoholic ways could carry us if we decided to go sober for a while. Well, I I think I might still go down. I actually meant before I snuck back in here, I was like, I'm going to go make myself a, a drink, and uh, yeah, I actually forgot. I don't have any beer in the house, so it's going to be spirits or liquor or something like My that. Man. So, My uh, man. I was looking at making myself uh, an all white Russian, which I'm which I'm quite fond of. Love it. But that would be stepping away from the camera here, and uh, yeah, well, don't dare do that for a wee while, I guess. Maybe, maybe for a piss break or something like yeah. that. Yeah, get one of those in the world. Patent pending. You can't say that. You can't steal that from the surgery, boys. They'll be they'll be sending us fucking cease and desist letters before you know it. Um, but yeah, uh, wildcard and two of the active Seamus. I have, I have no doubt that our teams are going to end up similar. You actually shared a, a little screenshot with us to, today, and there was one player that was different in uh in it um and that was oh god you had ishmael asar can you imagine who i had in his place could you take a guess um <clears throat> if you give me three okay, guesses I'll give you one guess i love this yeah that's it straight away oh, first time i knew yeah. he was gonna get it I, <laughs> he fucking he's in your like you both both you guys are in each other's heads like you know yeah. that Playing this game too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, it's Traore. If it's not Traore, it's Conor Gallagher. If it's not Conor Gallagher, it might be Demary. Demary yeah. Great. Conor Gallagher, <laughs> I don't know, actually. That's some good shouts. Like, what do you guys think uh, of the fight, the newly 5.6 uh, Conor Gallagher, Crystal Palace? Never heard I of him. I prefer that to Demary Gray. Even though Demary Gray scored against us? I know, I know. I didn't see tonight's game, so like, but before tonight's game, I was certainly saying I prefer that. But I'd have to see how tonight's game. Maybe he looked unbelievable tonight. Maybe I, I'll eat my words. I eat humble pie, but it's 
Yeah, no, Conor Gallagher just looks really, really good. He's in not as good a team, but Crystal Palace certainly are better than I thought they would be. Maybe that logo tits up soon, but um, yeah, and Everton are a better team. I just think like he had what two goals from he's only two shots on target or something like that, or he two goals from a, an XG of point two before mm-hmm. tonight's game. So yeah, I just don't think uh, yeah. What are they? Everton are top of the table now. They're not going to be top of the table in in five game weeks. So. Like, there's going to be progression although the fixtures are still good no but do you not no, take I, Everton I like over like Crystal Palace just on that the strength of that merit you know that alone you know do, or do you think Crystal Palace actually have a bit about him this year no Everton are by far the better team but uh, and Crystal Palace you know it's a new manager it's a new system it's um, a new day they it's a new day but yeah I think they'll just have they'll have highs and they'll have lows so I think they'll have good weeks and they'll have bad weeks. So they will be inconsistent. I think Rafa Benitez and everything is probably the better move there. But yeah, I don't know. Just something about Demary Gray doesn't excite. I've had him before in FPL. He flatters to deceive a lot. So yeah, I don't know. I think You've I had Demary Gray before. Just think of her. When was he ever a fucking yeah. option? Like when he was at Leicester, like I'm sure, like probably had him on a wild card or a free hit team or something like that. Um, yeah, no, he's he's coming to play. I'm pretty sure I've had him. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just thought about having him and then see him do nothing for five <laughs> weeks and go, ooh, got a job with it. But... Yeah, no, Seamus, I had him as well. I had him yeah. as well. I definitely did. And it was just seeing him on, like, match of the day or something, and he was like a lightning bolt going up the wing. And I was like... What do you think, guys, would you... Out of those two, because it's easy to compare them because they're both the same price. Um, who would excite you more, Conor Gallagher or... Uh, well I'm leaning on the grey side of things at the moment just you know because I think Everton look uh, you know they, they look capable of scoring a few goals you know um, they have a, a pretty decent start to the season and yeah I think why not um, I just think Crystal Palace could dry up their goals what about you Paddy what are you thinking yeah um, probably on the side of Demary Gray as well but to be honest I'm not looking at either of them but, I mean, if I had to choose, I would I'd be with Demary Gray, yeah. The only reason me or Jer might be looking at them is because, well, I can kind of test for Jer because I haven't seen his team, but, like, I'm going for two premiums up front. Have you got my team I up front? Uh, I have our Jer. team, Seamus, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, technically, it, technically oh, it is yeah. your team because you have Sarah. So, uh, for, the, for the, 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 the people watching on YouTube, uh, you can see what's up front. The only difference between my team and Seamus's right now is uh, Sarah's Treoro, if you me. And uh, for the listeners, um, I suppose the big thing is that we've gone Lukaku and Ronaldo, the two big, the two premiums up top. That was a decision that I'm sure a lot of people are, are you know, questioning, uh, especially with the whole Antonio debate. And we'll get to him in in, in just a short bit. But yeah, we've both gone uh, two premiums up top: Salah, Jota, Rafinha at six million mid and then Trent Marsal Ailing Shaw. So I mean there's four premiums there, one premium striker or one premium defender, one premium mid and two strikers. Uh a lot of people would say that's madness, Seamus. What do you say to those people? Um I like the balance of this team. Um I would so, ask him to get out of my office. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Yeah. <laughs> I would no, I think it's doable. Um as I said you've got your three premiums okay, you've got the premium defender. Okay, Alexander has gone nowhere this season. He's back on it again last year. I think it was just the effects of 
COVID um, he seemed to suffer from at the start of last season. He never really got, got going towards the end, but like right now, he's creating the most uh, chances in the league. So he's going nowhere. Um, got a 5.5 price point with Shaw, who I already had in my team anyway. Leave that there because he can quite easily become a Chelsea defender in a few game weeks' time when United's fixtures do get a bit tougher and Chelsea's swing the other direction. So that's kind of a transfer booked in. But have gives myself time to see, you know, does Chilwell get his place back? Do I want to go James or do I just go Rudiger? Or is Christensen the best option? So that gives me time to assess that a bit more from a defensive point of view for Chelsea. Um, yeah, I've got Marcel in there just because I want a Wolves defender. That could easily be Cody, so that's not written in stone. But it's going to yeah. be a Wolves defender. Uh, it could also be um, Ben White for Arsenal, um, I guess. But, you know, I think because they've got nice fixtures coming up too. But, yeah, I think I want a Wolves coverage there. I've got him because he's got, he got double-digit points this week and feel he's probably going to price rise. Probably not going to go point two, But I'll get him in there, and if he does go up, then I can decide if I want to keep him. Got him on a lower price. Ailing, uh, that's purely for Leeds fixtures. But I'm only going for one attacker. And I went with Rafinha because he's cheaper than Bamford. And I got it. If, when the, the whole point of the wild card is it's all about getting in the two premium strikers I've seen enough now Ronaldo and Lukaku are there Lukaku they're not season keepers not by any means but Lukaku is a hold for the next uh, six or seven game weeks and then Ronaldo at least for the next three and then after that I could I'd be open to selling him I got a question for you. Um, it goes out to to Paul B. <clears throat> so like I was thinking to myself today I was going so my plan originally was to get Ronaldo in and then ship him out for Lukaku. Now, that's obviously gone out the window, you know, since the wildcards happened. But why, like, would you, is there anything to be said about just keeping Ronaldo as a season keeper? Like you said, they're they're not season keepers. I mean, we would have kept Bruno and did keep Bruno for large parts of last season. Why does Ronaldo not kind of get afforded that? that, uh, Seamus, and just there, like, just echoing what you said there, like, Seamus, you just said that, you know, you're you're not like they're not season keepers. I mean, I'm just thinking there. As soon as you said Lukaku and Ronaldo, immediately I was thinking that's like a set and forget forward line. Okay, well I'll tell you why I don't think he's a season keeper. Like Sal, I think is more of a season keeper. Hundred percent. Um, because what he's done the last few years. Um, and he's the kind of Liverpool glue guy that you want. Um, yeah, the reason why is. Basically, you can only captain one guy each week. If you look at the next few fixtures, I'm going to be captain Salah the next two game weeks, and then I'm probably look at captain Lukaku like the next three or four after that. So why am I spending that much for Ronaldo, who's not going to be captain? Um, you know, that's why he's not nailed. That when I think their fixtures turn again in game week 14, and from game week 14 to something like game week 24, they've got amazing fixtures. So he'll be back in. Last season was different with Bruno because we didn't have the abundance of premium players who were on form. Mm-hmm. I mean, the premium players like Mane and Sterling. Well, Seamus, there's no fucking didn't... premium players left in your team. You have them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, there's so many, like there's like, Ronaldo could become Harry Kane, you know, if yeah. the fixtures are good for them. You know, the Kevin De Bruyne still has to come back. Sterling could show form, probably won't. Mane, who knows, he could show form as well. So you've got to be fluid. Mane so can that's why fuck there's no forget. Mane can But then, then right you're up. saying, you know, that, you know, you're not going to captain, you know, this, these two premium players, so you're just going to bring another headache in, like Kane, are you going to captain him, you know? No, but what I could do is if the fixtures look good, and I just think, like, Ronaldo, I think, is going to be a flat-track bully, so uh, yeah. he always scores against, uh, like, the back box, 
Uh, Mark Sullivan's did a really good piece, and I think everyone, every part I've listened to has referenced it uh, recently. But yeah, I listened to it too at the time, and I thought, yeah, this is really good analysis. But what it showed was he, unless it's a penalty, he mostly scores uh, against the lower teams. That's why we all thought he's going to bang in a couple against Newcastle. Mm. That's why, okay, West Ham this week, I don't necessarily think it's going to be that easy a fixture, but they're without Antonio now. Yeah. So, I don't think. And they're playing in the, the Europa League midweek. So let's see how that impacts them. They could get a couple there. So it's not a bad fixture. But when he plays the likes of Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, I don't expect goals. And I For think, Ronaldo? Yeah. Wow. Unless it's a penalty. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I mean, remember what they were like last year? They just kind of shut it down. It was kind of they, how many nil laws did they have last season against the, the top six teams? Um, I think it could be something similar like that again. Um, See, for yeah. for me, it was it was the like it was the kind of thinking behind. If I have Ronaldo for these next two weeks, right, and say he does the business against uh, whoever United are playing this week, uh, West Ham, and then um, next Villa. week against Villa, and he just delivers yeah. in both weeks, I don't think I have the cojones to drop him to Lukaku, or if I hadn't had Lukaku, because that would have been the plan. And I'm going like, how can I get out a a, a strike? Uh, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, who's done three returns in three weeks. Like, would you? be able to talk yourself into that that was why I decided just go with both and this was before um, the Antonio injury which is kind of I think definitely a big not the Antonio injury the Antonio suspension that's grand that's a different issue but the DCL injury I think that's um, that's thrown a bit of a it's made it a bit easier for me to decide because he he was the, the kind of player I was looking at maybe if I went three up front the likes of an Antonio the likes of a DCL maybe they're worth the the Lukaku but I don't know. He seems to be out for a while. Yeah, that's that's the decision. Uh, like, I feel like we're we're excluding Paddy here because we're both talking about this wild card. So, apologies, Paddy. No, but don't like, worry. The, the way I would look at it is, <clears throat> like, I've gone Ronaldo and Lukaku, so we've got to make weight up front. Scarlett's four point five, but like Ronaldo and Scarlett, um, is Ronaldo still twelve point five? Is it going up to twelve point six? Mm. Assuming he's twelve point five, right? The two of them are seventeen million combined, Ronaldo and Scarlett. So for that seventeen million, yeah, you could just get Antonio, and you could get Bamford or Antonio and Jimenez or Antonio and DCL, and you'd have a bit of change left over. Or Lukaku and Scarlett, I think, tots up to sixteen million, which is kind of basically two eight million forwards. So whatever, uh, Antonio and DCL, give or take point one million. Yeah. So you could go, yeah, Ronaldo, and then your Antonio and Calvert Lewin. That's one way of doing it. Or you can go two premiums and, and kind of junk. So that's the way I've decided I think is, is better. Um, but I could see myself flipping that in a couple of weeks' time for maybe go a three or four week spell with Bamford and Jimenez or go Antonio back in plus um, mm. plus DCL if he's back from his injury. And then when United's fixtures pick up again, and you're right, it's going to take some serious cojones. But uh, no, we've been playing FPL kind of a, a long time. I think I, I was more than ready to make that decision. I was thinking of... Um, getting Ronaldo in and then last week and then switching to Lukaku anyway that was what I was going to do and then I thought you know what like, Chelsea are going to smash Villa yeah. without Martinez without Bendia and, and they didn't like <clears throat> well they didn't the scoreline but they didn't in the game yeah, yeah. Uh, well I thought the they would hammer him and I think at the end of it I was like Lukaku owners poxed out if you ask me 
you know uh, it's like well, with it, the last minute goal, that last yeah. minute goal was a real kick in the fucking tits it was just like I I got up and herself said it to me when she was telling someone else about me and I was listening that I apparently I went into the kitchen and I just sighed out loud for about 10 minutes I just walked <laughs> I walked around in circles just going <sighs> just for about 10 minutes just sighing uh, and yeah I came in I didn't have a clue what to do I was in a, a haze and then I was like wild card but uh, how many how many times does a top player do it like I remember any time I didn't have Hazard he always scored the 90 minutes yeah. always Salah always does it um, Alexis Sanchez when he was like firing in the Premier League he used to always get like a late injury time goal and he'd be like you'd be going okay look this player scored one goal and got an assist this week it could be worse I haven't had my team everyone's got him captain I got away with it and then boom another goal and you're like two goals and an assist I'm destroyed my rank is in bits so the other thing about the Ronaldo one as well is um, to move from Bruno like by the way I what I was saying I've been saying it in Twitter a bit um, I thought Bruno looked very good against Newcastle now maybe it's because it was Newcastle but Ronaldo seemed to draw the forwards attention giving Bruno loads of space you know how much he likes a shot well normally he get, gets closed down so he doesn't get too much of a chance to, to get those shots off but with Ronaldo there it's distracting defenders pulling them away Greenwood's movement Sancho too um He's getting chances to fire off shots, and that's where he got his goal from. Yeah. And the first half, he fired off two or three really good, you know, chances that didn't come to anything. But yeah, I was going, you know what, Ronaldo coming into the team you... while it probably is taking him off penalties, it's it's giving him more of a chance to shoot from the outside of the box. You know, would you ever have uh, Trotis to Paddy? Would you ever have Bruno in your <clears throat> team now and not Ronaldo? No, it was uh, it was a beautiful farewell farewell goal from Bruno. Uh, to all the FPL managers out there and we can't forget that there was a bit of drama going into game week four whether or not you know to captain Ronaldo whether or not you know were we actually going to bring him in because there was a lot of speculation you know that when all his press conference you know Oh, he's going to get some minutes on the pitch. I wasn't confident. Yeah. That was why I didn't do yeah, it. I, I was... wasn't either. I we I had a space, a great spaces on uh, on Friday night, and it's called Last Orders, and it's just a little continuation from the um the, the Hangover podcast where we come on and we just chat about you know all the changes that happen, and we had a great spaces, and the the whole spaces was about are we going, people were thinking about you know what I might go Lukaku instead of Ronaldo. And it didn't, and they end up. It didn't matter who the fuck you went because they equaled each other. But the captaincy, some people were going. I'm bringing Ronaldo in, but I'm not captaining him. Mm. And it was such a fucking relief watching that game and seeing Ronaldo get that that goal. And then the next, I don't care if it was a tapping or whatever. He was in the right place, in the right at the right time, and he mm. he's just Ronaldo, and he is gonna. He's gonna get a he's gonna get a heap of goals. Well, it was, and, it was yeah. very uh, it was very obvious who Woodman had transferred in this week in his FPL team <laughs> and captain because he couldn't. <laughs> I have... heard. A... Say it again. Oh no, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, I was just gonna make an, another slight at uh, a poor professional footballer. But one. <laughs> I I heard, I heard a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's very poor from the keeper." I'm like, "Is it? This is was it Freddie Woodman? Who's this guy? This guy is Newcastle's third choice." <laughs> Uh, goalkeeper yeah. I mean this isn't people are saying like oh he put a pass Manuel Neuer through his legs it was like no this is you know a, a bog standard average Premier League goalkeeper of course he's going to see look this guy's got his legs open I'm going to stick it through him and he's probably not going to be good enough to get the close in time like Ronaldo doesn't score whatever 800 goals in his career 
and not know how to stick it through the keeper's legs. Mm. Like that's if uh, and if you ever look back and watch, you know, the Premier League years where they kind of show goals, like all the best goals from a season in 94, 95, 95, 96, or Alan Shearer's top goals or whoever's yeah. top goals. Half their goals, they they're just smashing past the keeper through the legs, low and hard. Keepers have always been, you know, only the world class keepers save stuff like that. Yeah. People keepers good with their legs, and most keepers aren't that good. With I their think legs. most people are talking about the first one where he parries the ball, where he you know doesn't hold on to it, and then I think yeah. there's an argument yeah. to be made for the third one. I think it's a great goal, but uh, you know, I I think the keeper could have done a tiny bit better. Um, but my point is, he's he's kind of a poor keeper, so I'm not surprised. Well, I'd never I'd never heard of him until this fucking season. So I mean, I, I you know me, Seamus, I'm a, an optimist. I'm an, an eternal optimist. I love the optimism, guys. And do you know what? Going back to your wild card there, I love the fact that you've taken away the cat, the, uh, the 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 headache of you know whether or not to hide behind the sofa when Ronaldo and Lukaku are having these fixtures in the next couple couple of weeks. I think that's it's brilliant, and I think that's the direction that most people will be wanting to go with. So well, I want to ask the both of you: How confident are you with the rest of your team having such a heavyweight strike force up there? You go first, James. Ladies first. Um, yeah, I'm very confident. I mean, <laughs> such a child. Rafinha, Rafinha's got the fixtures. Uh, Sar yeah. is no by no means set in stone. So he's just got Norwich away next. I had him in my team anyway. I left him there. Um, as I said, that could be Troy, so I could end up with the same team as you. Um, it could be, as I said, Demary Gray, although there's just something niggling in the back of my mind saying I don't like that. Um, Rafinha, I guess, uh, will be a definitely a least player. It could be, it could could be Harrison. You know, for, he's down to 5.8 that's kind of got my attention now and then I could use that extra 0.7 somewhere else but just to stop uh, you there like the, just while you mentioned Harrison because I think it is worth noting that he did come off for Dan James this week is that something yeah. I, I think it's something we're going to see a lot more of which yeah seems... it's him in the bin for yeah. me yeah I just yeah. want to tell you that definitely it's um, it would be better to see that's why I think I might actually just stick with Rafina. but yeah. I'm just saying it's in my mind I might take the risk you know you want to take sometimes you just take a couple of risks on your wild card so I could get it in there and see if I could do something else with the money because that extra 0.7 might mean that, you know, Marcel becomes a Chelsea defender or something like that or Shaw becomes someone else. So, like, Rafinha is definitely going to be a, a midfielder. It could even become Dan James. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not in a million That's years. No, Rafinha... no, he no, he no, he won't. He'd only Can dream I... of being Dan James. <laughs> no, he'll never be. Do you know what's something that I'm finding very, like, that I'm, that's drawn me to both your wild cards here and I actually love it? That uh, Seamus, you've gone Sar and you've gone Traore. Yeah, that's going to be and like that's those are two players that a lot of people will probably be looking at as well. Well, I've seen um, I've seen a few polls put out yeah. like comparing the two of them. It definitely. Oh, I haven't. It seems to be a drawn point. I mean, if you look at the next three fixtures, Wolves' next three fixtures are Brentford, Southampton, and Newcastle, two home matches, and uh, Watford's are Norwich, Newcastle, and Leeds, two away matches there. So I think. It's a bit of a flip, Paddy. I, I, uh, yeah. For me, I'm, I feel almost responsible now that I won't have. Him, I assume I won't have him in his come game week five. I gotta go back to my wolves uh, talking. You know, like I've been talking him up for two weeks, and and uh, I feel like Troy over for that. But I think Seamus is a, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a, a completely valid punt. Just, just like yeah. Troy I mean, we've yet. Well, I, sorry, Paddy. Yeah, you have to have I one or two. I'm a, I'm a Triori owner wildcard last week, you know. Yeah, Old news now with two fucking new hip fucking bang bros here. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, you, I I am really fancying Seamus' pick for Sar. Are you kidding? Is that just because I have Triori, do you think? 
um, oh. Jer, and we're just looking over at you know that little punty pick as well. Or should I be? Should we be worried? Should about Sarah over Traore? No, I mean, yeah. No, I think like they're both like. Apparently. I like it. They're, they're both a a, a coin cast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like it, Seamus. I do like it. I just yeah, I, I only got him last week. I only got him for game week uh, four. It was either him or Traore or Gray, as I said. No, it yeah. turns out Gray would have been the one to go for because he scored this week. Uh, so that's a bad decision, I guess, with hindsight. But uh, no, I think there wasn't much between them. I think I might even put up a poll on Twitter at some stage over the international break about it. But no, I, 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 that could change. But I'm sticking with yeah. him for, for the moment. Uh, Jota is in there while Firmino was out. So like, I'm kind of getting double Liverpool. And while there is a part of me thinking, maybe I downgrade, maybe I change him to someone like, as you said, Traore. And then I could upgrade uh, and make my second Liverpool spot someone like Robertson. Yeah. But, Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see about that. I'm, for a minute, I'm happy to keep him as Jota because um, basically he lives. becomes. Yeah, he's ruled out. He's going to have the next two games or two really good home games. Um, I think in game week is it game week seven or game week eight? They have City. But I can change it that week to, to Mount is the plan, basically. Um, so like Mount uh, Jota and Shaw would probably become Mount and. Uh, I'm guessing Rudiger or James in a couple of weeks' time, and then I've got triple Chelsea for their amazing run. Um, I mean, that was the big. That was the big kind of why I'd imagine. You know, like for me, it was you know wait to game week seven to wild card. I assume that was your plan, Seamus. You know, if all was going well, jump on Chelsea in game week seven, blah blah blah. But I think the that was know, a plan. That was a plan. But I looked at it and I said they're going to smash. Um, that's why Brian Lukaku last week. I was like, well, I felt confident they'd smash yesterday. That didn't quite work out that way. And then I looked at it afterwards, and it's like look, the fixture ticker says Spurs are a red fixture. It's like that's not a red fixture. You I know, don't know. I think it would Lukaku, be tough. I mean, Spurs beat a beat City this year. Yeah, look at it. Who like? I think Chelsea are better than City. I think Chelsea are probably are a little bit better than City, but I do think that you know when Spurs, like my impression so far of the Spurs team, I know it's only four matches, but I feel that they'll be able to kind of handle a team when they're the one sitting back, you know, and like the likes of City kind of counter a little bit. It's where they'll struggle, I think, will be when, you know, they're not breaking teams down. Is is Sun going to be back? Do we do we know? That's I don't think so. I mean, we do we have yeah. any actual announcement of what, what the issue is there? It was a calf strain in international duty. Uh, I think okay. at, the, at the moment, anyway, the spotlight's off Spurs. I don't think anyone in a wild card or anyone no one's are we looking at Spurs realistically as no. uh, FPL managers are we no. if you I mean, looked at it they're, they're not on the radar at all I don't know if you watched the Crystal Palace game but I watched it at the weekend and yeah. my god they were bad now even before uh, the Tanganga red cards Crystal Palace were like actually quite impressive they were all over them um, and Kane I think I saw a statistic there that Kane didn't have uh Touch in the box, or was it a shot and target or something like that? I think he had only or, two shots or something like that. Was it, or was it just Spurs that two shots and Kane had no shots in, in the whole yeah, game? Yeah, he, he had no shots or no shots and target. Plus, he didn't have a touch in the box, and that's the first Premier League game he's played where that, that that's ever happened. Uh, he looked disinterested a bit. He was barely involved, but he, I'd say his mind is elsewhere. Um, also, compounded that they're missing Tanganga. He's going to be suspended. Uh, Dyer's after getting injured. I don't know if he's going to be back. Sanchez is still in limbo, you know, after, um, you know, he's quarantining because of the international duty, right? Um, maybe he'll be back, but he's kind of a liability. Davies can't play centre-back. I don't know if they've got anyone who's going to be able to mark Lukaku 
I can see him like I like I don't see that as a tough fixture for Chelsea or Lukaku. I think they'll beat them by I think they win two 0 and I think Lukaku could more than get a couple of goals. The, the following game, City, is a hard game for Chelsea. But um, yeah, that's why I was like, you know what? I don't need to get Ronaldo in. I think these next two games are just points there for Lukaku. Well, I mean, the thing, yeah. the issue is, and I've had this kind of leads me into the question I wanted to talk to you about because you've we're here talking about Ronaldo and Lukaku, but you have a, an entirely different issue. You've got yeah. Calvert Lewin who's ruled out and Antonio who's missing a match. So we've been threatening to talk about Antonio for about twenty minutes. What is your plan with him? Yeah, well, thank you. And do you know what? For the non wildcarders, everyone's wildcarding this week apparently. But I know uh, there's a few that wildcard last week and are in the same boat as me who brought in. Well, I've had DCL from the beginning, but I brought in Antonio, and I have that unfortunate forward line of Antonio and DCL. And the both of them are ruled out. Antonio only for one game. And thank fucking God, I'm an absolute genius. And I didn't raise transfer Antonio out. You know, because that could happen. So you're all so on to him? Yeah. Yeah, I've held on to him. So for all you fucking guys that held on to him, fair play. Because we did not see the DCL news coming. He was training. And, you know, there was pictures of him training with his big gammy toe. <laughs> and it turns out a quad, what a quad injury as well, yeah. Quad. That's what I read. I think I only quickly read yeah. it, but I think they mentioned something. So like, yeah. who the fuck trains with a broken toe and a fucking leg hanging off? No. But I think uh, Paddy, he's been he had that toe injury during the summer, and they, they he didn't play him in the preseason, and they didn't think yeah. he was going to start game week one, and not only that's why he wasn't in my game week. And they pulled him from the England team as well. We should have seen yeah. it coming, but fuck the. Uh, this is the thing with Premier League, you know, we need to bring in these more transparent uh, press conferences. Anyway, what? I've got these two motherfuckers and, you know, use of all wild card and you all got hard-ons for Lukaku and Ronaldo. So now I'm here sitting back, you know, smoking me fucking Cuban and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to get fucking Bamford in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to bench Antonio. I'm going to have Bamford in for DCL. I have a nice little midfield beautiful looking defense and we're all looking towards game week seven that's when you want to have the chelsea hard on yeah and mm. i'm go- and i'm going to be able to stroke my big dick for that game week seven because i have a plan i'm going to get bamford in now <laughs> that which is a beautiful fixture jerry what's that fixture bamford in now bamford has newcastle on friday I yeah. yeah and what's his next one uh leeds have west ham in game week six Two nice fixtures. And Antonio's back for game week six, yes? Yeah, he is. And he is, he is yeah. Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to then... Or Leeds. Oh, he's Leeds. Leeds, Leeds. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm then going to maybe... I'll have two free transfers. No fucking wild card. I'll get rid of Antonio. Get rid of Bamford. With my freeze. Bring in Lukaku for game week seven. No hiding behind the couch for that game week against Southampton. And I'll bring in Scarlett. Yeah. And then I will be right up to speed with you guys on the wild card. Jeez, Scarlett might get a price rise in a couple of weeks. Fuck you, Seamus, and your dirty fucking mm. chat. But I mean. Sorry, why... just to explain Paddy's outburst there. Seamus has done uh, quite a Machiavellian tactic this week. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He is currently okay. not hit the active wild card button, he's just taken yes. loads of hits. Because he wants to affect price rises, and uh, I won't. I I won't lie. Uh, I'm a little impressed. I never even thought of that. 
Um, yeah. But he's sitting there with a big shit-eating grin on his face. Look, look it up. Yeah. It, is, it's it, not, is, it hasn't worked. It, it is evil, though, isn't it? He's, he's a fucking... It is, like... So he hasn't hit the wild card. You've took a minus 20, Seamus, yes? minus 20 or minus Yeah, he's took a minus 20 in hopes that he can push player prices up, like... I hope, so I just I can only there's no I can only respect that play. That just goes to show you Can I ask how just how thinking. much of a fucking FPL manager this guy is. How... He's took a minus twenty, knowing damn well he's hitting the fucking wildcard before the deadline like how much of a sociopath he is. That's uh, fucking I'm way for a pitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me ask you, Seamus. Um Paddy just exited the stage left. left in now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you... The deadline's Friday instead of Saturday. Did you double check that that rule applied? Because I, I did think oh. about it before, but I was like, oh... I, I would have double checked. And I was interested. I was like... Oh. No, I didn't double check. I know the rules. I mean, people ask this question every week. They're like, oh no, I accidentally did this. I know this. the rules. <laughs> people, you see it on Twitter the whole time. People go, oh my God, I forgot to do it. I've got done a minus 16. Uh, if I hit the wild card now, will it cancel it? And I'm still seeing the same answers. Yeah, that that's going to cancel it. So I think somebody would have come on by now saying, "Oh, hit the wild card button." It didn't cancel it. Yeah. Know, oh, what? Um, and then they'd write a, an hilarious. apology tweet to to like FPL going, "Oh, or uh, begging, please restore my account." Listen, it, it wouldn't. Have, it would be hilarious if we did that. Was it like dive FPL? Was it Jacob forgot to hit the wild card one time and took a minus a minus forty or something like that? I would believe it. And yeah. To, that, that podcast exploded after that. So maybe that's what this podcast means. Exactly, yeah. Look, uh, fucking what, wheel right up, wheel right up. Look at the guy who forgot to hit the wildcard button. Uh, what's wheel right up? That's not how it's said. Never mind. Uh, but uh, Antonio, back to that. Seamus, we got Paddy's opinion on it. What do you, you know, what would you do with him? I think actually we have a question here from FPL Dad. He's got, he's, he's got a few in. And his first question is, Antonio, bench yourself. Well, FPL Dad's on a, on a horn this week because he got carded last week and he's just, I think he hasn't not been on Twitter all week. He's just, he's so engaged in FPL right now. He's in the top 3,000 in the world. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get plague. to him. He's in the minute. He's fucking messaging me about his fucking great scores and I keep seeing them, but I'm like, fuck off, I'm not having a good week. Yeah, no, you don't want to see that when you're having a, when you're not having a yeah, good week. Yeah, it's just before, yeah. I just went for a pitch there and uh, actually nearly died. I saw this big white fucking thing on the tip of my penis and then I fucking was like what the fuck is that and I forgot that I, I had a wank earlier and I fucking wrapped it up in tissue so it wouldn't dissolve my boxers but anyway going back did <laughs> <laughs> oh I lower God. the tone I'm sorry oh people, can, pe- people can relate to that but come here just going back to my uh, absolute plan of not having a wild card is that like is that do you not think that's about okay is that like genius or not no, I think it makes sense. Um, but with the way shit's going, you know, with the fact that every week something's kind of, you know, making you look left instead yeah, of right, yeah, yeah. who knows where you'll be in three weeks. But I think it's a solid shout. I think you yeah, have like your it. your Chelsea defence as well. Um, so you've kind of already started that Chelsea transition. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's mm-hmm. it's solid, you know. there's you, you need a plan in mind, you know, when you make it. Like, I've got my wildcard and I'm already like, when you make yeah. a wildcard, you're kind of like, well, the way I've made this, I can't see myself needing to make a transfer for two or three or four weeks, but that's not the way it's going to work out. So you kind of have to go, well, look, I'll probably roll next week's transfer and then the following week I'll have two. Am I going to make want to make one transfer or two? So that's what I've been like. I mean, like, okay, well, look, in two weeks' time, what moves will I want to make? It's like, well, maybe Shaw's fixtures get a bit tougher, so 
he becomes James. Maybe um, Jota then, after having his, his fixtures, mm, becomes yeah. Mount. But yeah. like they're not locked in. They could be something else. Like maybe Jota bangs in a hat trick in both games, and I'm like, yeah, myself. no, it's true as well. You know, you never know what the fuck's going to happen. So, like, I need to, I need everything to go smooth for to be able to make those two transfers. But yeah. I think regardless, those are the two I'm going to make. Um, I know uh, you sort of chatted about FPL dad there and all, and I just came back from a wee. But yeah, I'm sure it was a wee. What? What about what about Christensen? Do we hold him? I I brought him in the wildcard last we'll week. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of more of rotation after being an international duty. Like the likes of Gilmore. Um, Jerry, I know you had Gilmore in your pre wildcard team, and I remember kind of going, "Oh, Gilmore didn't start. Does that mean he's out of team?" But apparently, it's just because um, he was getting a break, having played so much in international yeah, and duty. So Christensen does Champions League as well this week. So, so I think yeah, you Champions. can always expect with that, especially with the Christensen spot and with having Thiago Silva around, you can expect there to be a little bit of rotation um, around Champions Leagues and internationals. But I feel like he's he's probably in the starting, uh, the starting 11. What do you think, Seamus Christensen? I think so. I think he's going to play seven out of ten games. From like, I think he's... After Rudiger, the you know the next centre back, um, you know I think Azpilicueta and James will probably play most games too. And um, left back, it seems to be Alonso. I, ca- I can't really tell what's happening with Chilwell. They're really taking their time bringing him back in, but uh, yeah, he's just dropping more and more in price. If he gets back yeah. into that team, I think I read I somewhere that. Uh... Uh, maybe I'm just fucking spreading bullshit here, but I thought I read that not playing a moment for your for England in the Euros like knocked him mentally knocked him back uh, a lot. Uh, I think I read that somewhere today that uh, that was apparently the issue. I think Tuchel came out and said something about how he's mentally he's nearly back to where he was or something like that. Uh, but that might be one to that's worth watching because um do you think that happens though like you know oh you don't get a game for your country the next thing you just fucking can't sleep at night and you wake up and you think you're shite football like well there's some surprise at it yeah i didn't think that was i thought i heard something about did he not get covid that was also the rumors that maybe that you know that's that's an issue and maybe it was long covid or something it's hard to speculate on it but um i think it's easy to but, speculate. But oh, yeah. Speculate yeah, yeah. yeah. accurately. Exactly. Well, why the fuck is Chilwell not playing? Like? Yeah. No, I don't. But what I would say is Alonso's been killing it. And if I want to just comment on your plans there uh, briefly, um, Paddy, like, I think um, yeah, I think getting rid of Calvert-Lewin is the play because he's probably going to be out a couple of weeks. I think Antonio, I don't think anyone would be expecting too much if he was available this week against United. Yeah. Um, but after that, you know, the pictures are still good. If I wasn't wildcarding, I, I, I'd definitely keep Antonio. Um, bit different in Jura's case because, you know, you're also dealing with Son. You know, you're also dealing with Smickas yeah. and stuff like that. You've got... You've got and that's he, part he, he has to hit the wildcard. Like. Yeah, I had basically had a non-playing bench. Uh, like, I had, like, one player on the bench. And I was like, that's... It's getting into the part of the season there where I need to fix that. And now I know the, who the 4.1 or 4.0 the million defender of choices is Livermento like by a mile um yeah. you know and their their fixtures hey you know, hey hey, hey i think there's a certain shane duffy that might uh might have something to say about that uh, yeah you know what but i just feel like he might lose his place yeah uh, that's, well, that's what i was worried about as well apparently webster's out now and that's kind of nailed duffy for, for a while yeah that's... Uh, look i mean look at that i mean i don't think i want to have two of them in my team but i i might actually 
Yeah, I, I must look into that over an international break. But if that's the case, yeah, we'd be interested in Duffy. What is he, 4.2? 4.1. But um, moving back to the questions, because we got to start wrapping up this. Um... What was Dad's question, actually? Did we answer it? No, we didn't, because Paddy came in with that horrific tale. Sorry, Dad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so quick... Um... <laughs> Antonio bench yourself. I think we kind of already answered that. Seamus, you were saying bench. you'd bench him if you weren't on a wild card. Um, Paddy, you agree or disagree? Sorry, what's the question? Antonio bench yourself. Oh, bench, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm Jesus. Thank, like, if you've kept your transfer and you didn't fucking, you were like sporadically transferred around as soon as you got the red card, you're you're winning. Yeah, just for the sake of it, I would say sell. Just uh, to play devil's advocate, I'm like, nah, fuck it, Bamford. Yeah, uh, well, it all depends who your yeah. other strikers are. Like people with DCL and Antonio will be damn glad to hold. Yeah, for sure. Um, ben Rama, move on or write it out, Paddy. I've I've moved him on already. Um, I've see when I moved him on because I have Antonio. So yeah, depends. Uh, I'm I'm going with move him on. Yeah, so you're going. You're happy with just the one West Ham. What about you? Mm-hmm. What about you, Seamus? Ben Rama, move on or write it out. It's a tough one. Um. I wanted to move him on. That's part of the reason I activated my wildcard. Fair enough. So I, I probably decide on the move on thing here. But I, it could be a bit hasty. If you've other, only if you've other no other moves to make. If you haven't got Antonio, or if you've got the bench to deal with Antonio, uh, like if you haven't got Calvert Lewin, if you haven't got Son, then maybe that's the move you want to make. But if you've got those other moves to make, just hold on to them. Yeah, and worth noting that Ben Rama came off at the sixty-minute mark, I think, this week. So obviously that could be with Europa League in mind. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but it is one to watch because if that becomes regular, then I think that completely changes the the conversation on Ben Rama. Uh, which Wolves defender to get in? It's a bit of a toss-up, I think, between Marcel and Semedo. They're both for me. Uh, they're both very. Uh, high up the pitch I think like one of them has a better assist one of them is more in the box uh, I think the price difference um, Semedo I think is 4.9 I believe and uh, Marcel is 4.5 so um, for me I think Marcel is the is the defender of choice Wolves what about you Petty? Well I've already committed to Cody okay. and uh, you know do I wish I had Marcel yes but I guess that few extra pound I've put into the midfield. So I, I you know, between Semedo and Marcel, I, I go Marcel four point five. Fair enough, Seamus. Wolves option. I mean, Semedo could have had a couple of goals the weekend. He looked really, really threatening, but he was really poor finishing. Um, but for the price, I think I just want basic entry rate to Wolves. Like for me, it would be Marcel or Cody. I'm just lean towards Marcel because he's. Got a couple of assists this week, but um, yeah, I think I think probably him. Yeah, yeah, I like Seamus is just getting the entry into the Wolves fixtures. Yeah, that's why I don't think Cody's yeah. a bad choice as well. Yeah. Like, I, I just wor- I would be worried if they move from a back, uh, you know, three centre backs or back five to um, to like a, just a flat back four. Who drops out? You know, because yeah, Ollie exactly. has to Ollie has to come back. So does that mean Kilman drops out? Does that mean uh, Cody drops out? You know. I, yeah, that's it, the only just, worry there. It just feels that Cody to me was the safest entry into the fixtures. Definitely, I agree with that. Um, yeah, he plays he plays like every minute every season, so I assume he's safe. But that's probably going to change some season, maybe this yeah. season, maybe next season. I assume he's still safe. Wise words, Seamus. Profound. <laughs> some season that might change. Right? 
but you know what I mean? Like he's, no, I you get can't you. just yeah. go like, oh, John Terry, he's a brilliant chess player. He's just going to play with him for the next 30 years. Like, no, he's going to get old and he's going to lose his place. Same with Cody. 100%. The ravages of time. Uh, last bit of uh, Dad's question: Chelsea defender. He wants one, but which one? Tuchel Tombola of defenders. So um, mm. for me, it's Rudiger. I think he's the one that's pretty much nailed on. I think even uh, at, uh, if he does switch to four at the back instead of the five, I think he's still probably the centre back of choice. Um, so yeah, straight up Rudiger for me. Uh, Seamus, I go to you first this time. Well, you know, me, you and me share a brain, so I'm I'm high on Rudiger too. But I actually think probably James, um, assuming, you know, he obviously missed this week's game with the, the red card that he got at Liverpool. Um, assuming he submits his place, I think he's just going to, you know, be whipping him balls for Lukaku. I think he's going to prove of excellent value. Um, there's the question mark, is he going to play, you know, uh, wing back or, you know, is he going to play right side or centre back? Um, but either way, I think he offers an attacking threat. So uh, I'm going to say James is the one who interests me the most. But the best thing about this is I get another two or three weeks to watch them and see. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Patty, you've already jumped on the... Yeah, and it's a, it's a great fucking vote of confidence that neither of you chose the guy that I have in my team, which is Christensen. <laughs> and, uh, you know... I would say this, Patty. Yeah. If this question was asked last week, I probably would have said Christensen, but that, yeah. this week's benching is, has just put yeah. the, the brakes on that a small bit. So that's what I'm saying. Another couple of weeks to keep watching. See exactly. how they play. The Christensen infor- could be the pick then by the time I actually come to pulling the, pulling the making the move. Information is just powder. And do you know what? He hasn't started this week, fair enough. Um, it annoyed me. I, I actually trigger trigger or transfer fingers. I was looking over at Arsenal and whatnot, but I'm going to let it just play out. I have a nice playing defender in Ealing, so you know I'll keep Christensen. Uh, and as you know, my plan is my transfers are going to be around uh, bringing in Lukaku for game week seven. So. Christensen will remain in the team. Fair enough, uh, and I, 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 you know, you got to stick by your guns sometimes, Paddy. Um, I, t- mm-hmm. I think I'm with Seamus. I think if I was asked that question last week, I would have been. Yeah, bang bros, <laughs> bang bros. For uh, well, you don't need any bro, Paddy. Apparently, you're handling it all your fucking self. Um, last <laughs> question. It wouldn't be a drunk tank if we didn't have a question from Nuclear Adams at Particle Impact. He asks, um, where he says, "I want to keep Ronaldo throughout the season, so to counter Lukaku." Is so to counter Lukaku is double Chelsea defense the best way to go, and which ones? So again, we've kind of touched on Chelsea defense a lot, but do you think that you can uh, cover Lukaku with double Chelsea defense, Seamus? I'm not sure because I think a lot of people are going to have Chelsea defender and Lukaku, so you're probably talking about covering Lukaku with one defender really at the end of the day. Um, with that scenario in mind, because the person you're up against probably has, you know, Rudiger and Lukaku, and you've got Rudiger and James, so it's really James versus Lukaku, and I don't think that's going to cover him. Um, no, I, 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 I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to cover him. Like uh, as I said, um, plus I did this last year. I had, I had triple uh, Chelsea defense. Um, I double Chelsea defense earlier on the season. Worked the trees with James and Chilwell, and then injuries and stuff. I, I got off it. And then I went back, triple Chelsea defence, I think it was like February or something like that, and it was disastrous. Like, they'd keep a clean sheet, but two of my players, like, keeper was benched, Mendy was benched, and 
you know, Aspilicueta was suddenly benched and they just get the one clean sheet from my three players. And then all of a sudden, the following week, they'd all play, but they'd lose, concede four to West Brom. So five, was, <laughs> five to concede. Yeah, I five. couldn't get it right. <laughs> five, okay. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, there's going to be rotation, especially as the Champions League progresses and stuff like that. The squad's too big. So, yeah, I don't know if you're covering them. I think it's just different things. You're, you're probably covering Ronaldo. By having Lukaku, or you're probably, I'm probably covering Lukaku by having Ronaldo. I'm probably covering Lukaku by having Harry Kane. Let's, I, I don't think let's wait till Kane gets his shooting boots back because his head could be gone this season. Like you said yourself, you think his mind is elsewhere. Um, yeah, yeah. But the point is, someone in that position, I think you can cover Lukaku with another striker or a goal scoring midfielder, but not really. Yeah, defenders. Uh, Paddy, you, do you agree? Or anything to add? Uh, I have to look, come here, how do you back? How do you go up against that? Seamus, he's a beautiful mind. He's worth fucking staying up an extra two hours for us, isn't he? Just to get on the fucking pod. Like, you two know, hours for you, Paddy. I still got to edit all uh, this uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> 100%. 100%, 100%, 100% Seamus. Um, I have a question here as well that came in from uh, Benny Banco. Uh, my favourite scouser. Do you know why he's my favourite scouser? No. Because he's a Manchester United Oof, fan. That's, that wouldn't, that's not going to go down well. Not even ever, not even ever, Tony, and, you know, he's completely scouser. Can you imagine how hard it was for Benny Blanco growing up as a kid? <laughs> just, 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 can we all just take a moment for Benny? Because he's a good guy. Yeah, uphill battle. Can you imagine I'm not, that? I'm not sure if you're being completely honest here, Paddy. I, I'm not sure if Benny's going to like this, but... Oh, is he taking the piss? Right, he's not actually... I was thinking that's a bit strange. No, <laughs> no, yes, he, he he's a 100% Manchester United fan. Oh. Good so I might I might message him after this just to ask who his favorite United player is. Yeah, you say God, don't Well, and now I do. Now the Chambers made me doubt you. You know me, Paddy. I I, I yeah. don't believe I don't believe what you're saying. Like I don't think I've ever heard of a Liverpool somebody from you, Liverpool, you, you a Scouser who's right, okay, United. so you spoke to Benny, haven't you? No, I just think it's illegal. But for... you spoke to him on space. Oh, I've spoken to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know how Scousey is, right? Yeah. He's a Manchester United fan. Mm. I don't believe that. Seamus, <laughs> I, I, I swear right. to God. If you don't believe me... You'll have to right, follow right. this all up right, okay. later, Paddy. Get some video evidence of this. You'll follow this up. Yeah, well, well, you can just listen to the Three Amigos uh, Get to Know the Manager pod and all your information will be there. I'll ask, that, I'll ask that's right. on, on the Friday night uh, spaces. Yeah, he'll be on spaces, right. Okay, but anyway, Benny's question. You'll probably have a shitload of Antonio questions, but I'm going to go there as well. Would you sell Antonio if it meant you had to play Kufal against Man United in a horrible-looking 4-5-1 formation? Cheers, lads. Uh, I have no issue playing Sufal against United. Um, I think United look; they still look susceptible um, to 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 go, you know, to to concede goals. Um, we saw it against Newcastle, a couple of chances, and yeah, no, I'd have no issue, if, especially if you're benching him. Or did you say selling Antonio? It is. Would you uh, would you go, would you sell Antonio if it meant you had to play Kufal against United in a horrible looking four five does- one? If he doesn't sell Antonio, he has to play Kufal, basically. If he benches yeah. Antonio, he, he plays Kufal because he doesn't have anyone else no, to play. No, I have no issues there. Yeah, um, Antonio and Pence Kufal. Will you sell him or keep him? Or what? Uh, no, unless he's got a plan to get like someone like Ronaldo Lukaku in, I'd probably hold on to him. I'd play, I'd play Kufal because... Or Sufal, excuse me, because... He's got attacking threat. He's good at whipping and crosses. I think he can... Uh, he could get an assist even if they lose a clean sheet. So, if he was... It was Cody or something like that against United. I just sell because I don't think they're gonna. He's got no attacking threat. Yeah, but so obviously Sufal, he's, got, 
he probably has DCL and Antonio, and he's thinking of rolling the transfer. He probably has Ronaldo up top. He does have Ronaldo up top, actually, because he captained him this week, if I recall. So he's wondering, should he sell Antonio for this fixture and then play that hard? Yeah, so... Yeah, it's hard to say what I would it's say. It's a tough one, team, right? But just based on that scenario, I just play too far. Fair enough. Yeah, Paddy, I want uh, you to have concrete evidence of uh, whether or not he is uh, a United fan for next week's episode. I will indeed. And um, by the way, I was just thinking, do you know that song, A Boy Named Sue? Yeah. song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's probably like how Benny, you know. His dad forced Benny. him to be a Man United fan. Yeah. Just because he wants to so be shit every week in Liverpool. Yeah, he's probably a hardy bastard. That like. makes more sense. <laughs> no, he actually, no, I don't think he is. He's too handsome to be a hardy <laughs> bastard. But anyway, no, it, it is it is an interesting, uh, I like, you know, just respect out to Benny there. Fair you enough, know? fair enough. Um, I think that about wraps up the drunk tank. Uh, we do have one more thing um, the FPL Hangover Mini League. We'll go through that quickly. Uh, in top spot, we have Frankie McCarroll, Sham United 13. Uh, he's got a grand total of 345 and a 76-pointer this week, so pretty good. FPL Dad, who we've already mentioned, absolutely killing it again. Uh, 80k, not top of the league, though, uh, FPL Dad, so you might want to pick up the pace a bit there. Uh, very kidding me, Shano, he's got 75 points this week, 341 overall. The Rubber Duckies is in joint third with 341 overall. SSFC, Simi Sim, 334. TCAL, Chris Joe, 333 in sixth. 7th, Fiorentina Turner, 3-3-1. 8th, Rubberdini Rapids, Daniel Brindle, 3-2-8. And in ninth spot, Helen uh, Hangover OG, she's 3 2 6, 68 this week. And FPL Rogue is uh, 69er, Giggity, 3 2 5. So that's the top 10. Um, I Yeah, I really fucking. Is is Sham United there, uh, Frank? Is Frank, it, was it? Sorry, Frankie McCarroll, he's a neat. Yeah. I, I worked with him, you know, back in the day. Is, right. it, is he a new entry in the mini league? Did he come no, straight no, in no, number no. one, he's, knocking he's, Dad off the top, or was he there last week? I think he was there. I think he's he, he's been there because he he listens to the podcast and uh, Frankie Frankie fucking Enrique. He's a what a guy. I worked with him. He's a fucking legend, madman. Um, by the way, also just uh, a name mentioned there in the league. I would like just to say a few things about uh, if you don't mind, uh, Robert Ducky. I think he's an absolute gentleman. Uh, love that he comes on the spaces. Great, great insight. Uh, great manager and uh, just a great stand-up guy. Yeah, and no, I, I'd agree fan. with that sentiment. I'd agree, agree with that sentiment, Paddy. I actually have a confession to make. He's Peter Ovington. He's <laughs> in the league. I think that's the, the name there. I recognise the name, and I didn't realise uh, his team, uh, the Rubber Duckies, who that was... FPL rubber ducky. I hadn't made that association, even though it's so obvious in my head, until like the middle of the spaces last week, and I was like, "Oh, this is probably uh, FPL rubber ducky." So uh, yeah, I feel a bit silly for that now. But uh, yeah, it seems a, he seems a gent. Uh, is he based in Ireland? I don't know where the fuck he's from. Uh, like he's definitely. This is Irish a global roots, podcast. But, it doesn't uh, matter where you're based. We, we yeah. 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 But he he actually posted something interesting. He's got green arrows in every single league he's involved yeah, in this week. Apart from our league, he's got a red yeah, arrow. Because it's showing yeah. how competitive competitive mm. our league is. Wait till exactly. you see what happens when they catch a glimpse of the the merch that we have in in store. It's coming Aww. soon. I was hoping to be here for this week's episode, but I'm I'm assuming it'll be there for next week's. Uh, 
There'll be, there'll be plenty of hot wipes yeah, about exactly. for them. Uh, and, and on that note, um, <laughs> that lovely family-friendly note, I guess we'll start wrapping up the show. Uh, <laughs> Seamus, you have all the dirty details. Why don't you let everyone know? Yeah, so you want to be following us guys on social media if you're not already at FPL Hangover on Twitter. We're not on Instagram. Um, we... Uh, I'm Fad FPL Drunk. Paddy, you're at FPL Viking underscore. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Start to learn that now too. Um, you'll get us on all good platforms for podcasts. Okay, so you're going to get us on uh, Spotify. You're going to get us on Apple Podcasts, Google uh, Podcasts, and uh, all the rest. Uh, I mostly use Pocket Casts. That's my preference when I'm listening to podcasts. Um, yeah, you'll see us on YouTube as well if you're watching this. Like, rate, subscribe, give us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts, because I should start listening to an Apple Podcasts and start reviewing our own pod. I think I have reviewed it, but everyone give us a five-star podcast if you like it. If you don't, don't give us a zero-star review. Just don't rate it. But if you do like it, it only takes a minute. Uh, it helps the pod and it helps uh, grow and more people find well us. Well said, Seamus. Uh, Paddy, would you like to offer any final words to our, our audience? Yeah, retweet it, like it, but retweet it more. And uh, like Shima says, give give the pod a review and uh, have a hot wank. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, I think the lads covered it all off there. Uh, all I have left is to wish you the best of Game Week 5s and God bless. Yeah.